Hey everybody, welcome to Our Percentile Vice. Thanks for joining us. It's Thursday, so we're doing actual play Call of Cthulhu. We are in the middle of Mr. Corbett scenario from Chaosium, published in their Mansions of Madness book, which some wonderful person gave me the Leatherette Bound Special Edition of. And it's who that might be. I'm Steve. I'll be your keeper of arcane lore. You can find me on Twitter at Rick Stevens PI. Um, give me a follow. I desperately need. <laughs> I am joined tonight by. I'm Emily. I'll be playing Alice Green. And I'm John. I'm playing Jackson Morse, the cowboy bootlegger. <laughs> That's my favorite part. And if you follow Rick Stevens PI on top of Immaculate Punnage, you could win. You could win the weekly award of the Punk Additional Steal of Approval. Exactly. It's highly coveted and sought after. It is. It is like Twitter gold almost. It's a little bit of a, you know, like a deep yellow. Right. But it's close to gold. <laughs> Screen um, resolution may vary. So, where do we leave off? I know. <laughs> I think it was a Wednesday morning in Arkham, Massachusetts, and Mr. Corbett, right on schedule, had driven off heading to work. And you guys decided it's time for some B&E, breaking and entering, <laughs> um, after finding out there was a connection between him and Mr. Tomaszewski at the... Hospital wherein he was getting body parts. Gross. You broke into his house. You found uh, his study or his journals laid out the the progression. That was a good word. Thank you. Progression. Um, that's why we gave her the middle name Thesaurus. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's been a hindrance my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Emily Thethor. <laughs> <laughs> it laid out the progression from the time that he first became intertwined with uh, Yog Sothoth in the avatar form of Rama Sikva. Sikva. Very good. You guys have been keeping notes over there, haven't you? No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> to coming back, uh, marrying the love of his life, and then being told by uh, his master that the master wanted to create a form of flesh and blood and so Ramasikva took the possession of the body of poor Mr. Corbett and uh, visited Mr. Corbett's wife for, for several hours. <laughs> Whereupon the lovely Mrs. Corbett became pregnant with child, had twins uh, the world only knows about one child, a baby boy that died in childbirth, as did Mrs. Corbett and a attending uh, nurse, apparently went insane. And then his journals take you through the progression of him uh, practicing and experimenting with attaching limbs because he's been instructed by his master who you now know to be Yogg-Sothoth, to um, help finish the other <clears throat> child because it was an amorphous blob, had trouble breathing, had uh, no lungs. Uh, so 
after searching through and finding out that information and realized there's some wicked stuff going on here, he went down to that one part of the basement where uh, our cowboy bootlegger, Jackson, was certain there was something, but he wasn't able to find it. But the floor plan just didn't seem quite right. And this time he found the secret door. And behind that door, you saw the visage of the child thing. Um, the You got the art, John? You want me to bring it up? He's got it. This weird blob semi-translucent sphincter with many uh, toddler-like legs attached to the bottom of it and about 15 child arms surrounding the the top part of it a sphincter-like opening at the top uh, very top of this thing that was just oozing a, a brown sludge and and this weird gaping sucking maw at the oh. bottom, ma. It's my favorite favorite <laughs> word. Um, that was, you know, like sucking on the floor. And and at when we left off, it had just come to notice you guys, and started scampering on these little toddler child legs that had been surgically attached to it, scampering towards the door that you're standing in. It is making that sound that is like a moan of like deep guttural moan that you'd expect from like a monster. But in there, hidden in it, is this sound that is more like a baby cooing or crying. And this this thing comes up to you. It's its shape is is kind of I don't know. Even sloshing back and forth because there's not a lot of structure to the main body of it. The little arms are are reaching out and making infant like grasping. Oh no! And and, and up, up, and right, and you you hear from the mouth a. Uh, 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 and you get the. In fact, both of you make notice rolls for me. <laughs> Spot hidden. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Games. Games and different terminology. Names are the same things, and then I jump back and forth. Alice with an extreme success, and I had a regular. Okay, you've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> but based on the movements of its arms. The sounds that it's making, you feel like it's wanting something from you. It's reaching out, looking for something. Its its mouth is... Mm. And you kind of get the sensation or the thinking of a baby... Who sees the bottle coming and towards its mouth and is like this with its hands, but it's also right like that's the kind of feeling that you're getting from. I'm gonna so, slowly cover up my nipples. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> I'm mean, not breastfeeding that baby, <laughs> you know. Um, 
creating an atmosphere of cosmic horror can be a little tough when John breastfeeding over there playing with his tassels. If you're going to say and tell me that John breastfeeding a amorphous blob is not cosmic horror, then I'm not playing anymore. Come on, big boy. <laughs> Come okay. get your milkies. <laughs> Trying to create an atmosphere. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? Because John has got sympathetic lactation going on. <laughs> um, I, have I heard it utter any words, or is it just like like baby cooing? Milk? Baby cooing sounds, but it's got this weird. Deep guttural nature to it, right? Um, but you can't help but hear the baby-like quality in there as well. But if you could shut that part out, it would be a very monstrosity-like quality that you're hearing. It's really quite confusing. In fact, uh, make a keep my shit together roll. Sanity, sanity. Oh. That's what we like to see. Hard success. My mothering instincts. The idea of him latching on is <laughs> not terrifying. I'm not going to let that go. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, give me a D4 of sanity loss. Um, you, you pass the initial sanity check on the vision of it, which is a much higher sanity loss attached to it. Um, this one is for just the realization that this is a monster and a baby. I am down for... Yikes. Down for um, anything. High rolls. Fail all of them tonight. Yeah. Um, so they said there's a lot of rubbish around, like, on the floor. Yeah, um, so the floor has got a, 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 a slimy aspect to it, right? You saw when you first came in that this mouth on the underside of this thing occasionally attached to the floor and they make a, 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 a sucking sound. You ever had an aquarium with one of those sucker fishes, mm -hmm. like a placostomus, I think they're called? Yes, good um, job. Kind of like that. Okay. Like he's searching for nutrition right. on the floor. <clears throat> um, you probably see like some blood stains, like, uh, you know, if you'd taken a bush steak that was raw and thrown it on the floor, mm -hmm. I would have left a, a little mark. And the rest of the floor is like this brown seepage that has come out of the aperture at the top of his body flown down it and just occasionally leaves tracks on there but as far as the, there's no things in this room um, yeah. so what I would like to do is I know that in one of the other rooms in the basement is like a utility room I want to go find like a bucket or like a bin or like a laundry basket and bring it back and kind of like shove it across the floor to it because like monster or not all babies love to like pick up like buckets and bins and like turn them around and and, and explore them and i'm hoping that will give us a little time to like figure out what's going on and keep it occupado okay um it's relatively easy you saw over there in the in the laundry section that there were stuff like that you can go go grab a, a basket and come back john you're i'm sorry jackson you're staying 
staying there, hang the main thing. It continues going to end this time ready my weapon, but I'm not doing anything just yet. It continues the grasping motion and 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 the mouth continues to but now imagine a child that you've got sitting in a high chair and you're taking a little too long warming up its formula. The child is getting frustrated. Right. Um there's starting to be a crying-like aspect to the noises that it makes. Um, and it's kind of staying in one place, but like lifting some of the dozen or so legs that he has and putting them down. So it's kind of like... Fancy. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> All right, so you get back and you've got a, a, a small basket. Um, probably looks like a peach basket or something mm-hmm. like that, because um, I don't think they had a whole bunch of you know, uh, formed plastic right. uh, laundry baskets back in the day. So I'm going to kind of like roll it across the floor to it, see if it'll like pick it up and, you know, take its time kind of exploring it and see if that'll give us a little bit of time to kind of step so away. When it rolls across the floor and bounces into this thing and then like just settles down, um, you see the, the mass of it lift up a little bit, like all those little toddler legs straighten up a little bit, and it, and it kind of moves over and sets down, and you see and hear the mouth kind of latch onto this thing and suck a few times and then just spit it out. And now you have full-on monster sound baby crying, like um, colicky crying. Okay. Like he... he Mm, angry cry. Right. You know what I'm talking about. How about we shut this door. Mm -hmm. Agreed. You go call some authorities. We heard a baby crying down here. We knew nobody was home. Came in thinking there was a baby under duress and found this. We could, but the... I'm concerned, like, I understand that it's a monster, but it didn't ask for any of this. And I don't want it to be, like, we're going to leave and shut the door, like, and relatch it. Uh, because shut the door. I'll shut the door. All right. As you go to shut the door, this angry baby thing um, moves forward and some of the arms move out to stop the door and some of its body presses into it. So we're going to do a contested strength check. Can I do the mom sound? The, ah, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Um, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Go ahead, we're all ready. A persuasion? <laughs> um, I'll tell you what. Um, I think that mom ah, is more of an intimidation. Okay. Um, but I'm going to need an extract. You're <laughs> screwing yourself, Steve, because <laughs> an extreme success on this persuasion. Come on. Three. Dale Earnhardt. Failure. Big old failure. <laughs> I don't have anything to intimidate. Right. So as Jackson tries to, to epic. push the door shut... This baby thing is now adamant about being fed and is trying to keep the door open. So we're going to do a contested strength check. I already rolled mine. It was a success at 
the exact number it had to be. 55 for 55. Oh. Nice. And the child thing is an extreme success. So as you go to push it, it the anger in it, if it had eyes, you'd see the anger in the eyes. But all you can do is see the way the hands, maybe the fists are clenching and, and the feet. Some of them are, are stomping like a like a daughter throwing a hissy fit. Yeah. And, and some of them are pushing towards the door. But it... It slams uh, the door open and with one of his other hands is now reaching out towards you. I need dexterities. For me too? Mm-hmm. It would have been so epic if it had worked when I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> it would have been so epic. I failed. Not roll with dexterity. No, I just need to know what your dexterity Oh, is. my apologies. 51. 62. Sorry, when he said I need dexterities, I thought he meant. I am sorry, I'm stupid. You're not stupid. I'm a little stupid. So you noticed that when it came across the room, um, it can gain a head of steam, but it is not the quickest, right? Uh, it's not fast off the line, but it's got a decent top end. Right. The environment. Um, <laughs> it's zero to 60 is not good, but it maintains. <laughs> but, but, but it can get up to 120. Right. <laughs> um, so it is not nearly as agile and quick as, as you guys are. So um, basically uh, the order of actions here is going to be Jackson, Alice, and then the child thing. So, uh Here's what you know. We're in a combat situation. Uh, if you don't do something on your turn, you definitely get the strong impression that this child thing is doing something aggressive on its turn. It's kind of uh, whether that is just push out this door and go hunting for food or attack you for you know coming without offerings. Or, oh. So... I forget which room we're backing up into here. Was, the laboratory. Are there any big shelving units or anything like that? There's a pretty big shelving unit um, on the southwest corner. Um, it was in that shelving unit that you found a section that was refrigerated and had the, the smaller body parts in it. Are there any that I think I would be able to grab real quick and run over here with um so not real quick right so you could get over there you could open this thing back up and you could grab the body parts we're talking about like tendons or no i mean the whole shelving oh the whole shelf uh it is attached to the wall Probably necessary in order to, you know, run the refrigeration and all that stuff. So, no chance of shutting the door at this point. Door is <clears throat> wide open. <coughs> so, you remember there were, you guys are essentially standing in a closet that mm-hmm. had this secret passage. And that's where you failed to match strengths with him. You guys could attempt to go out the closet door. And shut it. And slam that shut and, and see what happens. Let's do that. I'm going to shove her, not like hard shove, but just herd her basically out and try to shut that door 
because I'd rather not shoot this thing making baby voices at me. Okay. So move your I so you're you're going to use your action to push her out the door. Okay. Um and I'm assuming you're not going to I'm not going to contest mm -hmm. that. All right. So for your action you were able to push her out of that room. Now, that's going to count as your action, but you still have movement if you'd like to take it. I'm going to take my movement. Okay. Just outside the door. Can we still see on? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Alice's turn. I am going to use my action to shut the door. Okay. Um Sure. You shut the door. Is there anything else you're going to do? Um, I guess uh, I don't know what else to do or that I can do with just a movement. Um, I am going to. So one thing you know is that this is just a closet door. Right? right. There's no real security to it. It doesn't have a lock on it or anything like that. Now, the secret panel, remember, you had to undo some latches and stuff. Um, um, can I use my movement to, like, brace against the door? Just, like, push myself up against it? <clears throat> I'm not much of a strength comparison for him, but something. All right. So, Alice goes, was already pushed out by Jackson. <laughs> You close the door and now you're leaning into it. Very um, horror movie <laughs> moment, right? Yeah, I just need the axe to come through the Can door. I, as a reaction, try to help her brace. Reactions. <laughs> it's worth an ask. Yeah. All right, so the man thing is going to come up and. You hear it move through the opening right there is probably the screeching of like the wood jam being pushed a little farther than it should be. It's a big thing, but he's also kind of amorphous, right? So squeezing in between it, but it's going to be a tight squeeze. You probably hear wood, wood creaking as right. the trim around the door or the, uh, the makeshift secret panel gets snapped off or whatever. And, and he's coming to that door and you immediately feel the pressure of a pushing from that door coupled with the sound coming from this thing. And for a slight second, maybe a couple of seconds, your nose was able to breathe in relatively fresh clean air as you step back out into the laboratory but you just at the same time that the door starts to push against you and you hear this sound that smell that you encountered when you first walked into the closet just hits you again um, and push against the door and we're going to make contested strength checks to see whether you can keep the door closed against the thrust of the man baby 
Failure. All right. So the door flies open. You are pushed away a little bit. Um, Jackson, you can see from the map that the door opens in. So the way that it swings kind of pins you in the corner. I'm not going to say that it moves you, but behind the door Mm -hmm. um, as it moves out into the room. So that is going to be its action and its movement. Jackson, there's no penalty or or damage when I say you were pinned behind the door, but you know, like a kid playing hide and seek and thinks, just hide behind the door. That's where you're at. Um, So there's a door between you and it. It is probably oblivious to your existence right now. Um, And all of its attention is focused on on you, seeing you stumble back away from the door. Um, It is now out. It is exerting itself heavily, um, and it wants to be fed. Awesome sauce. And that's going to make it Jackson's turn. Can you go get some meat out of the fridge? I'm going to Hang out behind the door for right now and watch what happens. Okay. Is there a ready in action in Call of Cthulhu? Sorry, you can hold your action to a later point in the... uh... Can I hold my action here? Do I have to tell you what it would be? I think so. Uh, no, I reserve the right to change this ruling when I go back and relook at the rules. But uh, it's not like a readied action in in five e where you got to say when this happens, this happens. I'm going to do this. Um, in this case, you can just say I'm going to hold my action and, and go later in the turn sequence. So um, since you have a higher dexterity, right, you're going to hold your action. Then it'll be Alice's turn. And then I'm gonna give you another decision. Are, are you ready to use your action now, or are you gonna wait till? Well, it's gonna be my turn after the child thing, anyway. So let's skip all that because I'm gonna go right after the child thing anyway, and that's what I wanted. Okay. So, Alice, what are you gonna do? Um. I when we were reading all the notes, did he say anything about like sedating this thing when he was doing surgeries on it? Like do I know that there's sedatives like in this area? Um there was nothing in the journal. Okay. That, that talked about that. Um You guys did a pretty good uh, exploration of the laboratory before you found surgical equipment. You found like a table that he would have been doing things on. You know, he at least created that weird woman skittering thing. Um, So scalpels, rib separators, all kinds of uh, surgical equipment. But you don't recall seeing anything that looked like... uh, anesthesiology equipment okay um so what i want to do for my action i don't know if i can do it all in one action but i'm going to ask so i want to grab one of the scalpels 
and like lightly kind of cut my hand and then toss the scrap, the scap, the scalpel, the thing, the knife across the room. Is that too much for one action? Uh, no, but um, let's do uh, a luck roll to see if the area you're in, there's a scalpel within within reach of it. No. Right. So the scalpel and the, the, the countertop with all the nice pristine surgical equipment is in that northwest corner over there. So you'd have to use your movement to go over there to, to get something like that. Okay. So then I will use my movement to go over there and get something like that. So let me back up. You said we were just going to skip that. So you need to take your turn. I, there was nothing I was going to do. So you're just holding fast. I either have hidden. to run past him or mm -hmm. I'm staying hidden, yeah. Okay, so you're over there with your action. Now you can um, pick so. up a, a scalpel uh, for purposes of, uh, you know, if you decide that if you end up using this in combat, we're going to treat it like. I think the switchblade you have yeah. already stats for. So. Um, I don't intend to. I'm just going to like cut my hand enough that the scalpel is rather bloody, and then I want to like toss it in the vicinity of him, but kind of further away from Jackson, like closer to the other corner. Like I want to try to get it in this ish area, just like to the opposite wall to kind of distract it. I'm hoping it'll like hear it clang, smell the blood, and go over there. Give us time to go shut other doors, barricade, whatever. Okay. Um, so, I've drawn a little shape yes. on, on the thing. So, you sliced your hand. The, the blood is starting to, to come out of your hand. Um, and you toss the scalpel um, that has some blood on it across the room. Clattering sound. I'm guessing you're thinking the mo the movement, the clattering sound, and maybe even the sense of the blood on it's the scalpel will draw him, him. Oh, him that way. Um, so I think I'm going to. So here's what I'm thinking. Um, there's a lot more blood on your hand. Than there is on the scalpel. Right? Very <laughs> yeah, sharp you're thing. right. Um, but the, the 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 toss and the clattering and closer to him, there's a chance there. Um, so I think I will have him. I'm trying to decide whether I want to have him do a spot hidden roll, but I don't think I do. I think this is more of a luck thing, like. Are the circumstances such that, yeah, so I think I want a luck roll from you. And I think that he's more in tune to the presence of blood than the presence of sound. Right. Are you following me? Because mm -hmm. um, you didn't see any surgically attached ears. Right. Or nose. He does have a mouth, and there's a strong connection between smell and taste. Sure. That's fine. Um, so a luck roll from me. Yeah, and I think I want it hard. No. Okay. We, 
I wanted to. I <laughs> think I'm going to make it a penalty dice. Okay. So it's a failure either way. All right. So it's the man thing's turn. Or man thing. The child thing's turn. Um, and it it shifts for a second, and then you can just see it hone in on fresh blood and more of it. And it is moving to you. I thought that would work. Sorry. <laughs> um, and it is going to eat me. <laughs> it is going to do. It's going to reach out and try and grab you. Um, so this is going to be a fighting maneuver. Its build is two. What is your build? Zero. Okay. So, you guys, this is the first time we've had to deal with this, so please forgive me when I got to look it's okay. this up. Um, if that had worked, though, it would have been brilliant. It would have been. Don't judge. You hid behind a door. Because I thought you were going to go get, like, you were going to go on a fridge raid and bring some stuff back. Now you are the fridge raid. I am the fridge raid. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, I thought if he was distracted that I would be able to get up, but I, I assumed that if I tried to go up, he was going to try to go up with me and... When you first did it, I was making faces at the camera because he hadn't described ears or nose. And I think the sound is sort of taken care of because if you don't have ears, you probably can feel through yeah. your feet or whatever. But the nose thing, like, I, I just don't. Well, I was with that on the whole, if you have a mouth thing, you probably have some form of oral factory thing but he like scurries around and sucks on the floor so I thought if I tossed like blood on the floor he but would go he sucks on the floor that's covered in his own poop yeah sir you ready for us yeah I probably should have jumped in about a sentence ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little late <laughs> to determine the relative capability of the two opponents and whether the character performing the maneuver takes penalty dice simply compare the build of the two combatants if the character performing the maneuver has a smaller build than the opponent, then he or she takes a penalty die. He does not have a smaller build for you. No. So and then it lists things like if it's uh, three or more points lower, then the maneuver is impossible. If it's two points lower, two penalty dice. If it's one point lower, one penalty dice. If the character performing the maneuver has the same or higher build as your opponent, no additional modifiers are applied. You got really lucky there. Unless she tries to fight back, right? If she tried to do a maneuver on him. It would be not good. Right. So... Would you like to do a dodge or a fight back? Or? Um, 
a dodge ties go to me, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Then I will probably do a dodge. All right. If the attacker, if the target is dodging, the attacker's fighting skill is opposed by the target's dodge skill. You'll have to get a higher level of success than you, and if tied, you were able to dodge the maneuver. Okay. Yeah, I think I knew all that last part. I just, since we were right there, I wanted to, to double check it. So the thing is, the combat rules are hard to remember because we combat so little, because that's the point of the game. So I'm with it. All right, so cut that part. Oh, that was really good. <laughs> I wonder if the, the mic didn't pick it up. Oh. <laughs> His fighting skill was only a 50, but he got an extreme success on it. Fuck. And you have only a success. So, it has reached out and grabbed you and has pulled you towards it. But it's not only just pulling you towards it, it's pulling you towards it and down towards its mouth. And several of the hands are getting involved here and bear hugging and pushing you down mm -hmm. to its mouth. Picture a child with... In that uh, high chair we talked about, you poured some uh, Cheerios on there. You know, they got very little coordination. His reaches out, got it on and he's trying to find his mouth. That's what's going on here. Um, and it is moving you towards its mouth. If anything, unless anything changes, then he will be making a Don't bite slash suck attack. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> um, next turn. <laughs> oh no! New round, Jackson. You're up. You're behind the door. Um, give me a spot hidden roll. There is a huge baby thing between you and Alice. So I want to know whether or not you know what is happening. I don't. So, um, you probably hear a scream from Alice. Um, I give you that much, but you can't see what's going on here. I mean, she just said no. No. All right. So, I'm a little spatially unaware of the exact layout of where we are in regards to the upper portion of the house. Mm -hmm. Is one of these walls that goes to the outside adorned with a window that is on the same side of the house as the nosy neighbor? So there are no windows in this room, but the room above is the kitchen. And the window on the west wall is pointing towards the nosy neighbor's house. Who's not home? Because we sent she was conveniently given tickets to the museum and the display of. It's almost like I put so much planning into my own death. It was ancient sailing. Ancient sailing. That's right. It was sailors, right. seafaring. 
So Jackson's gonna make a concerted effort to slam the door that he was previously pinned behind. And he is going to stomp his feet and he is going to yell, that is a no, no, not in this house, mister. Get back over here right now. I think our kids in the next room are like, right. <laughs> My dog just peed all the way on the carpet. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> what is this, boy? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> all right, so um, attempting to intimidate. Yeah, so um, I'll let you make the roll. But this very hungry child thing has now what it considers to be food in its hands, moving towards it. Um, this is going to be difficult. Failure. Okay. So, yeah, then you, you yell across the room and... It does not seem to be paying any attention to you. What does yelling count as in this game? Do I have Free an action. action left? Free action. You still got your movement and your action. Okay. I'm going to bring down my shotgun and put one in its back. Okay. Um, it is going to neither dodge nor fight back. One doesn't see you doing this probably senses and feels and all that but it's a baby it is absolutely enthralled by the opportunity to shove some cheerios in his mouth so some cheerialis cheerialis <laughs> so um he will not be contesting this role so uh success is a success all right here we go A success. Barely. By 19. It's plenty of success. That was close. All right. So, um, what do you call the range? Well, let's just. Let's measure that bad boy. There it is. 15 feet. So that is 2d6. For eight damage. Uh, the thing lets out a scream that this time sounds more monster than child. Um, there's a little bit of that child sound in there, but it is mostly deep, guttural, monster sounding. Um, and starts to turn. Alice. Unless you had some movement. 
<laughs> Hell no, I'm staying back here with my tongue. Well, if it moves to me, it's leaving her alone, so. We'll bring you your rhythm. I'm in his hands. But no, right? If it was me, I'd stay right there too. I might even consider pulling the door back. <laughs> All right, what you got? Um, am I able to fire a weapon while being manhandled? Uh, yeah, uh, but I'm going to say any action you do is going to take a penalty die. But I'll be happy to listen to why it's shitting, but the way I feel is like he's got a bunch of arms, and several of them are holding you, but you could reach in, pull out a handgun or your switchblade or, or whatever, and do something with it, but I'm going to have to... Adjust yeah. for situation, and that's why I'm going to do the bonus die. I'm sorry, the penalty dies. Okay. Um, am I too close to him to try to use my rifle? Like, would the handgun or the switchblade be really my only options at the proximity I'm in, given that my rifle's... I'm sorry, say that again. Uh, is it is it going to be impossible for me to use my rifle given how long it is and I'm in like... I can understand a handgun. I'm just wondering, like, a rifle seems a bit of a stretch. It seems yeah, maybe. almost impossible. In fact, yeah. I might go to penalty die if you try to do a rifle. Well, I'm going to try to shoot my, my handgun then. I don't have as good of a thing in it, but I'm going... To try. It is an automatic. You could, I think, shoot up to three, three bullets, um, which would add a penalty die to the second and third shot. So two to the third, right? Yeah, but there's already a penalty die involved, and we don't go above two penalty die. Okay. All right. So it'd be. One penalty die for the first one and two penalty dies for second and third shots. Okay. That right. Might want to just stab him. Yeah, but I have a much lower skill in my switchblade. Oh. All right, I'm going to try to fire my handgun. Roll but the penalty. Roll the penalty dice. That one's a miss. Okay. I'm going to try to shoot again. Doesn't really matter okay. on the penalty die. Yep. So third shot, or do you want to roll the penalties? I mean, I even... You failed that shot. Yeah. Nothing that happens with these penalty dies can make it no. succeed. So let's just say this next one you roll is your third shot. Okay. Oh, you meant the bonus or penalty? Hmm. Sorry. Um, All right, so... All the failures. Three shots ring out in this very close space. Um, your ears ring, Jackson. Your ears ring. Um, the the man, the baby thing is shudders a little bit, at it, but um, you feel it just moving you closer to its maw. Maw. And I am going 
if we check the one holding to the madness, the leatherette edition. Leatherette. Because I want to make sure. I get to kill me properly. properly. <laughs> when I kill you, I want it to Do be it for real. On your turn, um, you can attempt an opposed strength roll. I should have told you this before the yeah. to, to break free. Um, your chances were probably better with the gun. Yeah, probably. Pretty high strength. And I have but, pretty shit strength. Um, but but I didn't <coughs> tell you that. So if you'd like to retcon it and make the the opposed strength roll, uh, I'll let you do that. Yeah, I mean, a failure's failure either way, regardless. So, okay, so, so retconning your turn, opposed <laughs> strength roll. Oh, <laughs> I did. It. I did. <laughs> okay. Um, so I kicked what it in the face once again about letting people roll things. That one was a fair that one. That one was. Uh, I failed to tell her what one of her options were, so it's not nearly as blatantly bullshit as bush stick. <laughs> bush stick. Plus, I mean, like. So pushing against this disgusting form and, and prying little fingers away from you are able to, to free yourself and you fall down onto the floor. We're going to call you prone for right now. So no other movements, no other action on your turn. All you could do on that turn was break free. Okay. Um, and so what the the child thing then is going to do on his turn instead of attempting to eat you, his anger has Take risen even more and he is going to swing um, a fist at you. Right? A little kitty fist. <laughs> you know, yeah, Anybody who's been a parent remembers those. Like when you were saying like he was like abnormally like strong holding the door up and I was like you ever had like a, t- a toddler in full tantrum and tried to put his coat on like at the restaurant it's, it's imaginable and I was like no this is totally checks out there's no cosmic like weirdness about yeah. this <laughs> so um it doesn't make it any less funny but <laughs> it's about to make an attack on you yeah uh, anytime something makes an attack on you you could dodge or fight back however the ruling I'm gonna make here is the dodge is gone. You just fought your way off and you fell onto the ground. You don't have your feet underneath you or whatever it is. And then he's right on top of you. So I'm going to say for this round, your only option is fighting back. Yeah. So he's going to swing his little baby fists at you. He got a failure, so you don't even really have to do your fight back. Well, you could because... If I tie, he gets it. Well, he will never get it because it's a Still failure. You get a, a better success than him. Then There's some you stuff. get to do damage to him. Oh, and it's just the regular brawl. Mm-hmm. I don't ever fight back. I got a success. Okay. So, uh, and the damage was one. One. You're auto rolling your damage. Does it have penalty dice because of her being two sizes smaller? That's uh, that's only on uh, fighting maneuvers, um, like trying to grapple. Okay. Um, and again, I reserve the right to find out that I was wrong about that rule, but I'm pretty sure about it. Yeah. yeah you just punch back into Punching a wobbly babies. little 
jello thing um, and did one point of damage. And he screams. Doesn't hurt much, but he's pissed. No. So he swings at you again. <laughs> okay. Um, he got a success. Failure. You got a failure on your fight back. Um, so, your little fisties. Oh, no. I'm going to take pain. Let me double check this. It's too bad we're not playing like a Napoleon Dynamite archetyped character and we could just like start pulling out fucking tater tots out of our pocket. <laughs> Two points of damage. Kids love tater tots. My little hand punches into you and really the tantrum is full force now and he is swung at you twice once you swung at him back and the time he, he got to punch you for a little bit and he swings a third time. God damn. It's because he's got all his fucking arms. And he failed. And I failed. Okay. We can try to fix that. Cut off the arms. So, um, that's the end of the round. You've taken two points of damage. He took one plus some shotgun damage earlier, and it's now Jackson's turn in the corner. Um, no notice roll needed now. You know, there's moving and spinning going on. You got a pretty good idea that somehow Alice just ended up on the floor and just got a stream of baby fists pummeling down. You didn't see her swing back and land one, though. But um, she looks very overpowered. I'm going to use my movement. The edge of that token is the measure point, right? Sure. The token's nine feet from that door based on the measurement you just did. So I'm going to move up to that door so that there's no chance of any pellets going under him and hitting Alice. Fair. <clears throat> and now that I am in optimum shotgun range, I'm going to take two shots at him. Okay, so first one normal, second one with a penalty die. How many shells does your shotgun hold at one time? Five. So this will be two and three? Yes. Oh, extreme. Do you want me to roll the other one or roll the damage first? Um, uh, it's going to do a dodge on this one. Okay. All right, so that, that's a hit. Let's go ahead and do the damage on it. Thirteen. You got three max rolls on that. And a one, but still. Wait, wait, wait. It's a D6, not a D4. My bad. Aw. You should have kept the D4. <laughs> yeah. Three max damage. He's like, oh, no. I can do better now. All right. Um, 
second verse, same as the first. Except with a penalty dice this time. Yeah, and you're not going to do any better than the 98. Um, What is... What's the uh, failure on your shotgun? Malfunction 100. Okay. And I do, well, no, the most you could get is a 98. Because he's got the, the 8. Yeah. Okay. That would have been fun. If that had been a 90 and he rolled his penalty dice and rolled 0, he got yeah, 100 and malfunction. All right. So, um, you, uh, you pump off another shot into him quickly. I don't know. You got it. Is it double barreled or just it can fire multiple times? I'm, in my mind, I'm picturing. I you think it's a semi-automatic. Blasting one and then jacking another one in there and, and blasting again. Um, the second one goes high. You see plaster from the ceiling come raining down, or a bunch of um, shotgun pellets uh, hit that in the wall above them. What was the rule we figured out on extreme successes in Point Blank? Mm. I can pull it up on YouTube real quick because I remember you made that comment. Yeah. Point Blake range does give a bonus die on the attack, but in order to get extra damage, the attacker the attack has to be an extreme success. That's what I wrote in YouTube. Mm-hmm. So read it to me again. Point blank does give a bonus die on the attack, but in order to get extra damage, the attack has to be an extreme success. If the attacker achieves an extreme level of success with a penetrating weapon, such as blade or bullet, then an impale has been inflicted. That means the weapon or bullet chance to strike a vital area, driving deeply through arteries, slashing tendons or muscles, Apply the increased damage as for an extreme success with a blunt weapon. Maximum dan- damage plus maximum dan- damage damage bonus and add a damage roll for the weapon. All right, so you've already done the damage roll. Mm-hmm. And it was 4d6. So it's an additional 24 damage. And you don't have a damage bonus to add in. Yeah, you don't have a damage bonus. I don't have any damage bonus on that. Okay. Um, yeah, so the first one hits him square. You can see through his semi-translucent body um, that it just tore through guts. Um, Plastules. Right. Um, and a, a blood-curdling scream comes from it. And... Um, yeah, I hope it sounds more monster than baby. I don't want to hear baby bullet curtain screams. Right now, much more monster okay. than baby. I would have done a self-imposed sanity if it was just like a little baby just like screeching under being shot. Okay, so that makes it Alice's turn. Were you asking to roll a sanity for the baby screaming when it got No, shot? I'm just saying me as a person, I would have needed to because that would have been severely damaging for me. Um, so I'm going to use my time to get up and try to get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, that's your action. That's it. Um, if you want to take movement, you could. 
Okay. Um, so I am going to try to take movement. Um, how far can I go, give or take? Like, to the middle of the, the room? Sure. Because I just was going to go, like, on the opposite side of him and not be backed into a corner. <clears throat> um, okay. Yeah, and that's it, because I don't have anything else I can do. All right. Um, two, 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 two. Uh, he's pissed at John, but almost got a taste of you. Almost. So we're going to let fate decide. Emily, you're even, because you know, John is odd. John is odd. <laughs> and it's even. So back off. <laughs> back off. Back off. Uh, it, 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 God damn it. Even the pain that's coming out from whatever the hell it is that, that John is doing, it so close to food. It wants the food. And it is going to make a fighting attack at you. Would you like to dodge or fight back? Dodge. It's because I'm a snack. You are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he failed so you don't even really need to roll your dodge but, but I like seeing the success second attack was another failure and his third attack oh, he is hurting that's a, that's a real bummer yeah okay um, I mean for the baby yes for me I'm, I'm not too sad about it <laughs> <laughs> Get my ass uh, chewed over here. <laughs> Sorry. You're okay. John, you feel a push of the door behind you. And you hear the now familiar voice of Mr. Corbett. What are you doing? Leave, leave him alone. That's it for his turn on this round. Um, oh, fuck. But Mr. Corbett. Mr. Corbett. Um, so, let me just see where he's going to fall in the... Order. Mr. Corbett has taken very good care of himself. Oh, Dexterous. Mr. Corbett has a 65 deck. So, started around. He's going to try to push the door open. Uh, are you going to try and keep him from coming in through the door? I think with the timing as such, I would probably be pretty surprised because he just appeared and he's now pushing the door open. And I am laser focused on homie, so I don't think I would... All right, then for his action, he's going to push the door open, which is going to move you slightly out of the way. Okay. Um, and uh, he'll just uh, stand in the door. You like that picture, Mr. Corbett? No, we were laughing because Mr. Corbett left his kettle on upstairs. <laughs> I, I think that might have been the baby making a high-pitched squeal. <laughs> okay. Jackson, your turn. So he just pushed the door open. He didn't come inside. Uh, he he moved a little bit uh, and it stopped. And he is like figuring. He's seeing. 
his child <clears throat> near death, bleeding. Yeah, let's say bleeding. Bloodied. I'm not sure what is oozing, oozing out of him, but let's say it's blood. Um, he sees Ick. the engagement with Alice, and he sees you there with a shotgun pointed at his child. Um, and he's out of action, not out of movement. And I think if you want to give me a, a spot hidden, I'll give you a little more intel on what you believe his intent is now. Extreme success. Um, so you couldn't help but turn your head to look, right? Uh, and you realize that it's him, and you see him scan the room real quick. His eyes hit your shotgun, and then they come up and, and lock on you. Um, yeah, I think I'll leave it there. All right, I'm going to turn around. And put two in them. Or attempt to put two in them. Fuck that guy. We'll see how the rolls go. You know Mr. Corbett? Yeah. I didn't even get to chase a teenager today. How did the door open? It opens inward. You see the little slash bill with hash marks? It pushed you out the way. So it is wide open, not obstructing. Yeah. Because that's point blank, baby. Ready for rolls? Uh, yeah. Uh, how many shots are you doing? Two? That's exactly what you have left in your shotgun. All right. And he is going to... Let me pull up his character sheet so it'll be easier on the rolls. Uh, he is going to attempt to dodge out of the way when he sees your uh, shotgun come at him. Extreme success. Oh, no. Freaking loaded dice. <laughs> hey, you have seen all the fails I've had just tonight. <laughs> roll 20 giveth and roll 20 taketh away. Wow. And kill Corbett before we ever talk to the guy about it. Just like, no, nah, dude. All right, he sees you bringing it, and his eyes go wide, and you see him. Um, I'm going to say he tries to, like, there's a corner and stairways just right behind him. He's like, oh, shit. He tries to dodge that way, and your shot goes off. Hits him. Center mass. Give me your damage. 24 plus 18. So 42 points of damage? Yep. Yeah. Total annihilation. Finish him. <laughs> wow. Um... When do we turn into murder hobos? Mr. Corbett falls down on the floor, dead. We're going to um, have to move. That was the fifth of your shots. Three shots from you. Mm-hmm. total of eight gunshots that have rang out in this house. Okay, uh, Mr. Corbett is dead. Technically, that was my first shot this round. So you still have another shot. That's right. Where is your verdict on if I said two in the beginning, do I have to take the second one if I've noticed he's completely 
he's not in one piece any longer. I'm going to say you don't have to take the second one, but I'm not going to let you then turn right. and do that it again because that would seem like a separate action, yeah. whereas pow pow could be a single action. I'm going to follow me. I'm no. going to keep my shot then. Okay, so you've got one bullet left or one shell what, left yeah. in, in, in your shotgun. You bullets, fine. Yeah, Mr. Corbett is dead on the ground. Emily, I'm going to need you to make me a sanity roll. Failure. Okay, and I'm going to need a... So, you're messing with this thing. You're you're frazzled. You're on edge anyway. And you just saw your longtime across the street neighbor, dear poor Mr. Corbett, who you know has gotten mixed up in things. But you read his journals, right? To some degree, there's. It's not like Malicious. here's this evil man, right? To right. some degree, he was a pawn, and you just saw his blood and viscera splattered. Mm. I need a D6 on sanity. Three. Three points of sanity loss. So things have gone just about as well as they could have, I feel, at this point. Until somebody calls the police and they come down and find that you just shot a dude and they got this weird baby sludge the police are gonna fucking run um so anytime you fail a sanity roll in regards to the number of points there's the immediate involuntary action you know previous eyes yeah. scream um uh I, and i think your involuntary action is going to be A scream and back up a couple steps and bring your hands up to your, oh my God. Right. That was poor Mr. Corbett, which means that the gun you're holding fell to the ground. My hand down. Um, but you didn't cross the threshold for uh, temporary insanity or indefinite insanity, but there is that involuntary action any time right. that you fail a sanity roll. So your gun is laying on the ground. Uh, when it gets to your turn, of course, you can gather yourself and probably your gun up. And oh, by the way, it's your turn. <laughs> ah. um. <clears throat> you have fired three shots. How many rounds does your gun Six hold? Okay. in the handgun, but I also have a rifle. Um. In fact, I told you one of them was a bit of a step back, so... Yeah. That was part. You, you moved away from it a little bit. So I'm going to take a rifle shot at this guy. Um, the rifle shotgun. Success. Okay. Um, it is going to attempt to dive out of the way. 
which is an option he has, but cinematically trying to picture this large thing diving for cover, right. which is a, but, uh, I don't know. Well, let's see how it plays out. Critical failure. It stumbles and falls. Yeah, so... Um, One of the baby legs comes off. <laughs> it just pops off bad sewing. <laughs> It would have been cooler if I could have made that cosmically horror horrific <laughs> instead of, you know, like <laughs> pulling the leg off of Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm going to say that, uh, you know, as it attempts to put too much weight on it, one of the more recently attached legs just kind of maybe they come all the way off, but there's ooze coming out of it. And um, drink your. Uh, Okay, so... Your damage. My damage is a 1d6. Six. Jesus. And, like, if I had, like, your shotgun has multiple, like, it would stay here under attacks, yeah? Um... I put it in there manually. What's the question? The twenty-two rifle. How many attacks are possible per round? I know a lot of 22s were bolt action, but it doesn't say 22 bolt action. I'm not sure. It also doesn't say semi-automatic or... So the only 22 that is listed in our set of books is the 22 bolt action. The use of parade is just one. Okay. Perfect. So yeah, between every shot, you got to... Which is perfectly fine. So then um, all I want to do with the rest of my turn is to move... Um, a touch further away. Okay. So, it's the child thing's turn. His body turns a little, kind of like tracking you across. There is, there are bullet holes and seepage coming from him. At least one of the surgically attached appendages is barely hanging on and it lets out a scream that is 99% baby this time the scream cry of a child and not the scream cry of a child that is angry that is not getting something but that scream that from the other room a mother knows my child just got hurt it's that scream it lets out that scream and starts to move towards Jackson and kind of pushes by you now you get a sense that it is going by you, so you could try to do like a shoulder check, do a, a, a contested strength roll with him to keep him from going by you, or you can let him nudge you out of the way. But he is heading towards the body of Mr. Corbett. I'm gonna try to contest it. Okay. Who extreme success? Oh God. Okay, so you shoulder check him, and as he's moving by, one of his arms just like bats you, and you, you kid slaps me. 
and you get you get pushed away about just a couple of feet, you know. Um, and that's its movement. For its action, you see hands reaching down, maybe even some of the feet at the bottom, reaching out. You know how a baby, like before they realize these are for walking and these are for grabbing, will sometimes do things. And have their feet up on things, yeah. Pushing the body of Mr. Corbett underneath it. And you see here, you probably even feel the mouth latch onto the bloody body of Mr. Corbett. Start sucking his father in as food. And I think I'm going to need another sanity check from both of you. I failed. One D. Jesus Christ. All right, so I'm I'm winging some of this, but that had to affect you, right? Your longtime neighbor, dear sweet Mr. Corbett, who, yeah, he's a little screwed up in the head right now. He got shot and killed. That, that affected you. Seeing this big old thing for the first time affected you. But now you're watching this thing that is sounding more and more babyish-like over the last couple seconds. Do exactly what it was trying to do to me earlier. To its own father. I want to say D6, but I could be talked down to a D4, but you can't just say it should be a D4. I want to hear an argument of why it should be a D4 instead of a D6. I don't have one. If I was you, it would be probably a D6 or higher. D6. Four. All right. Um, So what is your daily total loss compared? Because your sanity is. I have lost seven so far. And you started off today at... That's 70. So... My temporary insanity is 14. Okay. So, you're okay. I'm not okay, but well, I'm not. <laughs> That's your indefinite insanity, right? This says temporary. I think indefinite is when you do yeah, five in right. one go. You're right. All right. Um, no, indefinite is more than 20% of your current sand in a day. So 20% of 7 is 14. So no, It's just the way and it has it here. The sheet may be okay. able wrong, but I'm looking at definitive stuff. Over. Definitive. Um, you haven't taken more than 5 in a single thing, so you don't go <laughs> temporary insane. Another 7 today, and you go indefinitely insane. Um, so, yeah, um, the rifle clatters to the floor. You drop to your knees and bury your head in your your head into your hands. That is your involuntary reaction to this thing. That doesn't stop you from doing anything on your turn. I got you. But for that moment right there, it was a scream. Jackson, you made yours just barely. Just barely. <laughs> just barely. And you were just like heart of stone over there. Like nothing phases you. So that is the thing's turn, uh, which would make it Mr. Corbett's turn in the next round. And he's going to he's gonna hold his action. <laughs> For the afterlife. Jackson. Kill it. So 
there's a major problem with killing it where it is that I don't know that we can get out without moving it. And it looks pretty big. I think that's a secondary problem to consider. Just but a child. I'm going to take this opportunity while he's sucking on his baba to go ahead and reload. Okay, so your action is going to be to reload your thing so you're back up to six bullets in there, six shells. I think you had said last time like a full action was like two. That makes sense, so... He's at three now. Great. We'll check the reload rules sometime later on, but I'm going to go with that if you are. I think that's what I remember it being last time. That makes sense because you got to reach into your pocket to a box, probably, of shells. Maybe you threw some in there, but, you know, thinking about a few seconds worth of time. Yeah, two shells. So you got three three shells in your gun now. Um, Any movement? Now I will position myself between the two of them. Uh, I'll try to keep the 10 feet. Okay, there's no danger of it being out of 10 feet. Okay, that makes it Alice's turn. You're on your your knees. I'm going to get up and pick up my rifle. Okay. And I'm not going to, like, move... Too much, but I want to move just enough so I have like a line of sight. Fair. And, um. Alice, you're taking your turn to pick the uh, rifle up, move over to the side a little bit so you'd have a good shot past uh, Jackson, and that makes it the child thing's turn. Yes. And you guys watch as with incredible speed and efficiency a very large sucking noise <laughs> the entirety of Mr. Corbin has disappeared inside the child thing and it is attempting to squeeze through the opening to the stairwell Jackson, it's your turn. It didn't get any farther? No, it's been most of his turn sucking up Corbett, and now you can just tell it's starting to contract and squeeze and that thing. Two shots. Failure. But I'm in point blank, so I get a bonus, right? Mm-hmm. That was the rule on the thing. Do you want me to click bonus for you? I get it. Oh, that's a success, but not by much. Yep. So your first shot blast into the child thing and it slumps against one of the walls and slowly 
slides, mm. oozes down the wall, and the bottom part of it comes out from un underneath it. You can see the bloody mouth that was underneath them, and maybe even uh, the reminiscent of of what started this all. As it falls down lifeless, out of its maw flops just Mr. Corbett's arm. In almost the exact same position, the poor little child arm that fell out of a package onto his doorstep on the very first day. And the child and Mr. Corbett are dead. And you hear insistent banging on the door uh, level of the front door, you assume, based on the, the sound. And police, open up. We've had complaints. Are we still in turn order? Would you like to be? I never like to be in turn order. Okay, we're out of turn order. <clears throat> so we got two choices here. We can either go up, go out the way we came in. We can answer the front door. Or we can go out this window. Look, I live right across the street. I think it's better we let the police come down here, see this thing. And that way, you know, they're not coming around knocking on my door and... And incriminating us because we were way tied up in this, like with the police already. It's better to let them come down and see what we dealt with. And that will probably, you know, exonerate us to some degree, given that so what it is. We heard what sounded like a baby in distress, a baby crying in distress, came down here. Found this. It attacked. It attacked Corbett. It ate Corbett. We put it down. As you're talking, you hear... What sounds like shoulder or boot slamming against the door upstairs. Moving upstairs would require you to crawl over <clears throat> the body. And I say we just uh, wait, let them bust in. All right, so you know, in a... Probably about 30 seconds, you hear the splintering of wood as the door is busted in and um, shouts of police, police, and then some movement. Uh, you can hear the footsteps on the ceiling above you. Clear, clear. Um, and then um, steps coming, coming down and uh, policeman rounds the corner and sees this thing and uh, just turns ghostly white um, expression of sheer horror on his face and he involuntarily takes a few steps back and, and ends up with his back against the, the door that goes into the utility room um, several others come down uh, one or two of them able to uh, 
Well, on a meta level, make their sanity rolls, which this sucker just fails. professionally pushed past um, it. <laughs> right, and they're like, "What the?" Hell? And you can just barely see them, you know, probably from their shoulders up, and they can see into the room to see uh, you guys. Jackson looking pretty cool, calm, collected. You uh, look a little bruised up, and um, probably look more like you've exerted yourself sweat redness um, whatever then don't don't move who are you what the what the hell is this I'm gonna put my hands up drop my shotgun well put my shotgun down put my hands up and don't know, sir. Ma'am, what is going on here? <clears throat> is the police chief, whatever the guy's name that we spoke to, is he up there? Who was that? You guys take such great notes. I do take great notes. Uh, his name was uh, Police Chief Jenkins. Jenkins. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think Jenkins was the police chief, but he was the detective, detective. that was assigned to the, uh, went out to the hospital when Tomaszewski threw himself mm-hmm. out a window. Um, um, they recognized the name when you say Jenkins. Why like, would, yeah, never mind. Look, um, this cop is dumbfounded. Like, part of him says he needs to be in there to secure you guys. He sees the weapons. He sees it. And he doesn't want to crawl over this thing. I'm going to need you guys to come out of the room. We just lost the feeding him. Or maybe it's just me. No, it just went out of mine. Is there too much bandwidth being sucked up on my router or something? Could be. I've heard this problem but before. We've always used all this stuff to, at the same time, so I don't. I'm assuming something with OBS is. No, mm. it's not OBS. Okay. Did you adjust the frame rate? But it's a techie-sounding term. Your computer isn't having any sort of problem. Yeah, and um, the Wi-Fi is going to 16 kilobytes per second. That's a massive problem. I, I got off the Wi-Fi. It shouldn't. I don't think it should be. Okay, it says reconnection successful. We're back at seven megabytes. Sorry. Sorry, guys. We don't know what's going on, but we're going to try to push through and figure it out later. So the the police have asked you to come out of the room. Um, Officer, there's there's a window, like in the other room. 
can we possibly like meet you at that window and not disturb your little crime scene here? Because yeah, right. So he's trying to figure out a way out of this too. When you say not disturb the crime scene, he's like, yes, yes. Uh, everybody, back up. I don't want anybody past this point. You two uh, go to the front windows. We will meet you there. Leave your weapons where they are. Um, and he's like. All of a sudden, has taken a little more control of the situation because he just realized there's a way he doesn't have to touch this yeah, thing he grew or deal with people who just crawled over this thing. Um, so he starts barking orders to other people. Um, Call and get a detective down here. This is this is a crime scene it's for them to figure out now. We're just we're just beat cops, right? You're gonna want Jenkins. And um, so they go back out. You guys go into the workroom. Um, one of the windows is boarded up, but um, from the inside, you guys are able to unjimmy one of the other windows. They they help uh, pull you out. Um, I'm going to need uh, an explanation. Look, I'd love to turn this all over to the detectives, but one of the things I've got to do is take statements at the beginning. So uh, <clears throat> tell me why I'm not going to arrest you. Please. Hold up. Okay. Um, Just wait a minute. So, no. Yeah, it's... What is going on? It's something with the Wi-Fi, but I don't know what. Save for restarting the entirety of your internet. What has your laptop got on its Wi-Fi? Uh, You're probably not going to answer that question how I want it. Yeah. I don't know where you... Task manager, like the Control-Alt-Delete. Yeah, my laptop's at 72 kilobytes per second as well. Well, we just... I disconnected mine from the Wi-Fi, so I'm all disconnected. Try to take off the string. Hmm. So, Apple Task Manager, Google Chrome, Microsoft Edge. Uh, just, I don't know. Don't worry about Close it. Close it and sign More it. details. I think we're back. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, officer, I live across the street right there. And we heard what sounded like a grotesque moaning, but also a baby crying. And it was so loud and so strange, but... You know, you can't just leave a baby. And I know Mr. Corbett was at work. But we came over and, yes, we, we found a way in because I was I was concerned. We found the broken window in the kitchen. Yeah. And or the open window in the kitchen. We found, you can look in his, in his office upstairs in the den. There's all these books about him. He sounded like he was going insane. He was, like, doing experimentation on this child and adding these limbs. And going to take out the journals and hand it to him and we came downstairs and we found this thing and it attacked us and then Mr. Corbett showed up and it ate Mr. Corbett like if you look at the bottom what is his mouth it, there's an arm it's, it ate Mr. Corbett like and we just we defended ourselves and I don't know what it is but I know that I didn't want it to get out into the greater populace so we did what we could to be Responsible citizens. Yeah. So um, 
at uh, eventually, and so he writes this down. You can tell he has no interest in making any kind of arrest or anything that's going to require him to do any paperwork other than, and at, at uh, 0930, I handed it off to Detective Jenkins, right? Yeah. Um, but he writes all down. Eventually, uh, some detectives uh, show up. You recognize Jenkins. There's a discussion with them. Um, there is no getting past the fact that there's this monstrosity down there and, and the arm coming out. So they are, um, if not convinced, absolutely willing to buy the story of you heard something going on, you're not sure what they're thinking, you're going to find some baby left alone, and then then all this stuff uh, happens. Um, he realizes that you're a long-standing citizen of uh, Arkham. You probably get questioned a little bit more because you're not known around here. You vouch for him. Uh, he asks you to go back, you know, to your house. Um, kind of the same rigmarole. He doesn't say say it right out loud, but like, don't go anywhere. You know, if you were to, like, leave town, it would be pretty suspicious kind of thing. As you sit in your parlor watching crime scene tape go up around the whole house, um, police officers going in and out, guys in lab coats going in and out, eventually a really large black sedan pulls up, and two gentlemen in... Uh, black suits with uh, uh, black uh, dark sunglasses get out and they walk into the house and not soon after that or not long after that you see all the police come out of the house and they they get in their cars and then the two guys with the suits the men in black they sit there for a while um, and a large production goes on for the rest of this day and into the night. Um, the houses next door to them, mm -hmm. um, they're cordoned off as well. And on the morning of the second day, fire trucks arrive, police cars arrive, and Mr. Corbett's house, and the thing in it, which was never brought out, are controlled but burned to the ground. And the last ones to leave the scene are two gentlemen in black suits. They put their sunglasses on. They took a look up both sides of the street. They get into their sedan and they pull off. Coming days, newspaper articles explain that uh, uh, hit through his horticulture stuff or whatever, um, seriously dangerous fungus molds had been cultivated. Uh, it was a threat to to the community, and Public to be care. absolutely safe, the the building was burned to the ground. Um, There's no mention of y'all's names in any of the articles. There's no mention of a beast, of shots fired, and all that stuff. It is all written up as 
rampant mold and spores that were dangerous, and the only way to take care of it was to burn it all to the ground. So, mission complete. Scenario complete. Nobody died. Let's talk about awards. Awards. Destroying the scampering woman thing. You did not. The scampering woman thing escaped. It was probably now in a cage somewhere at uh, Warehouse 13 in the guys in black suits. Um, you don't remember the article about that instance talked about federal authorities right. and whatnot. The men in black showed up. Destroying the child thing plus 1D10 sanity points. Ooh. Did you have something you want to talk about, John? I was just going to ask what the status of our shotgun and thirty-two automatic pistol were. <coughs> our rifles. Burned up in the house. <coughs> I'll buy you a new one. I think you still had your rifle on you. Nope. They told us to leave all of our weapons. I was holding my rifle in my hand, so I would have put it down like you did and walked out. My handgun was in my holster. Your shotgun? My rifle and my handgun. Your rifle and your handgun are are no more. They're either burned up or took it as evidence. Um, When you roll your D10, can you roll me a D10? Because I cut off my internet on my computer to help with the Wi-Fi. Okay, we'll do your D10 first. Should have done my D10 first. Uh-huh. Oh, never mind. Didn't matter. Uh-huh. Okay, plus eight to both of you. Understanding the child thing's link to Yogg-Sothoth and its role in the eventual opening of the way before destroying it. Okay, definitely understood its, its connection to Yogg-Sothoth. Did you guys get through the the journals that you know what we that Corbett was going to try to use that to open up a? They did talk way about a ritual that was going to be like the child was going to be part of. Do we add this to present and max? The to plus ten, the D ten. Yes. Okay. I was literally going to ask the same question. Go ahead. Success. So it's two d six for understanding the connection to Yogg-Sothoth and the opening of the way. That's a pretty nice hefty award. To our um, sanity. God dang it! <laughs> Damn it, Bobby! Where did you go? Have to have so many windows open. <laughs> Doing your two d six. Two d six for me. Well, move your thing over a little. Ten. Is that what it says? Oh, ten. you're good. Ten. Yeah. yeah. All right. Doing my two d six. Six. About right. Successfully really rehabilitating Corbett. Yeah, I don't think you guys are going to qualify for that one. No. Hearing stories of the creature's rampage having let it escape. You did not let it escape. So that is that would have been a negative. Yeah, I was about thing. to say, probably penalty. Allowing the police and the federal government to take over the case and allowing others to suffer the consequences of the investigator's actions. 
So, um, yeah, there's at least one police officer who's probably a little shaky for the next couple of weeks. Maybe even needs some serious help. Tamaguchi, Tamaguchi or whatever his name is, he committed suicide. I mean, we did cause some outrage. Minus 1d6 plus 1 sanity points. So 1d6 plus 1 and subtract that from your sanity. So you got 6. Minus 6 for me. I got 2. You're just stone cold with your sanity. Um, yeah, so as the, the paper's gone and you reflect on it, um, there's probably some some excuse in the paper of why one or two officers are now, you know, incapacitated, and they probably chalked it up to the damaging spores and moles or whatever. Um, but... The, the concept of there's some part of the federal government that knows some of this shit is going on and keeps like showing up and covering up kind of weighs on you guys a little bit and you wonder just how huge and large is all of this and how prevalent it is and why does it seem to be all around your life for the last few moments and that Shakes you up a little bit. And Alice Green and Jackson, whatever the hell his last name is, Morris, cowboy bootlegger, um, spend a quiet evening in the, in the parlor. Probably not saying much, just looking out the window at the charred remains of the corporate house. I imagine Jackson's keen on doing a little light reading. Probably. So uh, when we start our next uh, scenario, let's talk about what happened in downtime. Um, Some of the benefits you can get from reading those mythos tomes can take weeks. So uh, great scenario. I loved that it. That was great. Uh, a lot of investigation that went oh, yeah. on. You guys finally put everything together to understand what was going on in the house and then had to get in there to get it. Um, be honest with you, I wish you guys would have lost a little more sanity. I, I took several swings at you with the sw- sanity, but uh, you guys powered through. So good job. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. So thanks, everybody, for, for joining us, sticking around. Walking through the technical difficulties that we had. Uh, We'll be back on Monday night, the 21st at 6 o'clock. We will be discussing Street Wolves with its creator, uh, Vincent, at Table Cat Games. It's going to be a lot of fun as we talk about... um, the game that he developed and uh, the game system that he uses for it and his uh, jumpstart scenario, which is free. Check out uh, any of our tweets at Percentile Vice to find out where to get those. We'll send more out. But join us next Monday. It's going to be a lot of fun as we talk with uh, with uh, Table Cat Games about the creation of Street Wolves. Yeah. And we'll be back next Thursday for another actual play session. And maybe we'll even play Street Wolves when we do it. Maybe. Let's talk about it, then do it. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. I'm Steve. I'm Emily. I'm John.
Bye. Bye.